Welcome to Singing in Harmony with Heaven, a podcast in which we explore the ever-youthful, living tradition of Catholic sacred music and its renewal in the Church and our world today. This is Paul Jernberg. I've been a composer, conductor, and educator over the past three decades. Through my work, I've experienced the depths of the spirituality and beauty of our sacred music traditions. But I've also seen the very real need for widespread renewal in the liturgical music of our parishes and communities. In these podcasts, I'd like to share with you a blueprint for this renewal, based upon the teachings and traditions of the Church, which, though often neglected, are overflowing with inspiration and insight. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the vision of renewal. And just a reminder that because there's a lot of content in each of these podcasts, uh, and it's rather dense, you can always go to pauljernberg.com and find these in written form there. Renewal is an essential dimension in the life of all living things. It is also essential in the spiritual health of each person and to the many facets of the life of the Church. In the realm of sacred liturgical music, we can see this renewal taking place at many moments in Church history. In the West, our two most prominent historical forms of sacred music, Gregorian chant and classical polyphony, are the fruit of a centuries-long process of adaptation and renewal. What precisely is this quote-unquote renewal of which I'm speaking? It is a transformation of the use of music in the sacred liturgy so that it can more effectively accomplish its purpose. This purpose is, one, to clearly proclaim the nature of the liturgy, its holiness, its beauty, and its universality. Two, to draw people into the loving worship of God in its threefold aspects of adoration, transformation, and communion. And three, to unite the hearts and minds of all those present through this loving worship. The Church has provided a clear vision of how such a renewal needs to be realized in our own time through its teaching documents, and through presenting the reality of its sacred music traditions as an inspired model. This vision is full of life and power, awaiting only our diligent cooperation in order for it to become a reality. Let's pray that we may see this vision, embrace it, and fulfill it. Here are some of its essential dimensions. And again, I'm going to be listing, there's four of these dimensions. Uh, You'll find them all on the website. Number one, rediscovery, preservation, and cultivation of our roots. Our great traditions of chant and polyphony. For those of us who worship in the Roman rite of the Catholic Church, this means primarily Gregorian chant, and secondly, the rich repertoire of classical polyphony, which was born in the Renaissance. But it also means expanding our horizons as much as is feasible 
so as to become acquainted with the great sacred music traditions of the many other rites of the Church. This renewed vital connection with our roots needs to happen first and foremost in seminaries, houses of religious formation, institutes of sacred music, associations, and those churches which have a specific call to this important mission. As these roots have often become a foreign language for many of the faithful, their immediate full reintroduction in most parishes would most likely be more problematic than beneficial. But for those entrusted with a stewardship of sacred music, especially priests and church musicians, the hard work of rediscovery, preservation, and cultivation is essential to the process of renewal. Only in establishing this foundation will they be able to find ways to integrate its time-tested principles in norm normal parish and community life with prudence, charity, and joy. So here's the second dimension of renewal. A renewed repertoire of music in normal parish and community liturgies, which is organically rooted in our living tradition, which is beautiful, but which also has the capacity to resonate well with normal people today. The primary basis for these new compositions needs to be the sacred liturgical texts, what are called the ordinary and propers of the Mass. While other complementary texts can also be used to a certain extent, it is particularly important to restore the fruitful use of the propers, and these are the particular liturgical texts which are assigned to each Sunday and feast day throughout the year, to their rightful place as an integral part of the Mass. This repertoire needs to respect the antiphonal nature of the liturgy, that is to say that there are different persons and groups which each have their important role in the singing of the Mass. Priest, the deacon, the cantor, the choir, the congregation. There are certain parts that belong exclusively to the priest or to the deacon, others that belong to the cantor or the choir, and others still which belong to the congregation. Contrary to popular misconception, the choir is not meant to only be a support for congregational singing, but also has its own important role to play. We'll talk about this more later. We need to pray for and promote the new inspired movement of musical composition for the Mass, which combines holiness, fresh beauty, organic continuity with our traditions, and strong resonance with normal people of today. Such a movement is underway, but it still needs further support, nurturing, purification, and development. Third dimension of renewal. Renewed skills for all church musicians who are responsible for the music of the liturgy. Singing and playing musical instruments for the Mass requires a certain level of competence in musical artistry which overlaps with standard musical and vocal training, but which also has its own set of parameters. The nature of the sacred liturgy calls forth its own particular style, characterized by clarity, reverence, modesty, resonance, and freedom from all affectation or stylishness. It corresponds to the normal musical talent range of most communities, but does require discipline and diligence. 
Such a renewal of artistry needs to be cultivated by bishops and pastors in their establishment of diocesan and parish standards and in providing appropriate opportunities for the ongoing formation of their musicians. It also needs to be diligently cultivated in seminaries and all the other institutions mentioned above. The fourth dimension of renewal, renewed spirituality of sacred liturgical music. The entire movement of renewal is ultimately dependent on the interior transformation, the metanoia, of all those priests, musicians, and laypeople who are involved. Each of us is called to an ongoing conversion towards truth and love, in which prayer, study, virtue, and dependence on the Holy Spirit are necessary. And it is only through this spiritual dimension, and the particular spiritual gifts appropriate to the singing of the liturgy, that the transcendent purposes of this music can reach their fruition. Such a renewed spiritual orientation does not imply dramatic outward manifestations, but it does imply a thorough receptivity to the grace of God in our hearts and our minds. It implies a constant vigilance against the snares of pride, power, and complacency, and an incessant return to humility, prayer, and docility. Beginning with ourselves, let's pray that such renewed spirituality can be embraced and pursued by all those who are involved in the music ministries of the Church, and that it can be clearly articulated, taught, and lived by all those responsible for the formation of priests and Church musicians. Such are the essential components of the renewal of sacred liturgical music to which we are called. Accomplishing these components might well seem to be a crazily unattainable ideal, given the present situation in which we are called to serve. However, in my next blog and podcast, which is called The Art of Renewal, I will be even more specific in charting a course towards such an authentic renewal, which integrates realism with our holy call to fidelity and charity. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to receiving your input and questions. And until next time, let's keep praying with great confidence and hope in God. Amen.